everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 19th, 2019. Strong hand, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Be a unique beast. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Offended by selling. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Of course, this is your home for Bitcoin insider information. Everyone in the live chat, I don't have that many topics to talk about tonight. So please ask questions. And you have to type in Bitcoin Meister or I don't see the questions. All right. Remember, follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Also, this Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, and that's 11 a.m. in Los Angeles. We have three great guests on the This Week in Bitcoin show. I'm already excited. Bitcoin Tina is going to be on. And who else is going to be on? I, I have it written down. <laughs> who are my other guests? Oh, yeah, David Bennett. And uh, Christian will be on. Uh, sometimes I get David's name mixed up. That's why I had to see it written down. David Bennett and uh, Christian will be on with uh, with Bitcoin Tina, 2 p.m. on Friday, East Coast time. Remember, this is the best savings account ever devised by man. Yes, long-term thinking, you, you Bitcoin holders. That's, that's what it is. So today, when I was at a synagogue in the morning, a guy asked me, he's like, hey, did you hear that Facebook is starting their own coin? <laughs> and because he knows that I have something to do with Bitcoin. So I, I said, yes, I, I did hear about that. I actually made a show about that last night. And I and then another guy said, was that that's what you're into? The the crypto? I said, yeah. So I had a big smile on my face, obviously, and I and I just thought, you know. The people who know nothing about Bitcoin, this was a big, this was a news story they heard about. He said he heard about it on Fox News or something. And it's opening people's minds to cryptocurrency and making them ask questions. They asked me questions today. Um, very, very basic questions, but still, it's an opening. If someone asked you about it today or tomorrow, whenever, yeah, this is this is an opportunity. It's a talking opportunity to say, yeah, it, it, the guy asked me if I thought it would do well. I said, yeah, it'll do all right. But, you know, Bitcoin is the real one. And, and he, he probably didn't even get that. And my, my point is, is that all these days that Bitcoin has been going up in price, you know, it's tripled in fiat value. He never asked me about that. Didn't hear about that. He heard about Facebook. He heard about that they had a coin. And so this is waking people up to the insider information that we have. I mean, most people, if they had heard of Bitcoin before, they probably, a lot of people probably think it's dead. They had no idea, just tripled in value since the winter. So this is a time to talk about it uh, with newbies. It is, it, it's, it's a positive, it's a positive opening for us. So I've got it. Again, if you've got a question, type in Bitcoin Meister. Someone says, do you think Libra boosts or delays Bitcoin moon plans? Now, I, I don't think it really has that effect, doesn't have an effect on it. Uh, it was all baked into the cake, I'd say, that before Bitcoin goes really 
insane that things like this were going to happen. So this is all part of the plan. Uh, that we we know for a while there'd be corporate coins, corporations making their own coins, and big names would get in the cryptocurrency. So it it's it's part of the plan. It I I guess it's it's not really that big of a shock that it happened in 2019. Uh, they're, maybe they're rushing to get in before the 2020 halving. It only helps, though. It does help get us closer because it is waking up more people to the existence of cryptocurrency. That's what I saw today in that anecdotal uh, example that I, I just shared. Another question here. Do you think we can possibly be entering the beast system? First of all, you got to be a unique beast and not worry about all those rumors about this is the mark of the beast. This is the mark of the beast. I hear all these people say, oh, it's clearly the mark of the beast. Okay, great. You can believe that. What are you doing? What are you doing if this is the mark of the beast? Are you just crying and screaming and dooming? Or did you buy Bitcoin? You're probably crying and screaming and dooming if you're screaming about mark of the beast. Now, now, now Tabal, I'm not saying you're doing this, but I've seen a lot of posts today when people are ripping on Facebook coin or saying good things about it. Then you'll just have doomers just say, it's the mark of the beast. It's the mark of the beast. And that's not really productive. But of course, doomers aren't productive. They just like to talk about worst case scenarios and like hope that they happen so that they can say, oh, I was right. There was a worst case scenario. I'm just as broke as I was before. Pound that like button. But you say, do you think we could possibly be entering the beast system in which your buying and selling of goods and services could be stopped with the push of the button? Well, we're already in that system if you opt into it. Yeah, I, if. That system is easily up. Yeah, Facebook is making it very easy for all the 80 percenters to opt into that system. And this, yeah, what's wrong with that? Let, that's a, what, what's wrong if people want to be part of that system? If they want to be, if they want to be monitored and if they can be turned off at the click of a button by a central authority, I mean, that, that's their personal responsibility. That's that. Again, we don't have, so with Bitcoin, why, why do you need to worry about that? If you're in the Bitcoin system, that, that's not the system you're in. So yeah, that system is, you could be, I mean, people are already being deplatformed. People are already being kicked off of banks and stuff. There's centralized authorities that are saying you don't fit in. You can't be part of what mainstream normies are in. And so, I mean, you could, if you want to be part of that system, you, be, you could follow the rules, follow the rules. It's already out there. I, I don't follow the rules. I'm in the Bitcoin system. I'm the Bitcoin overlay, and I can just laugh at all the people who worry about, oh, my bank account's going to get turned off. Oh, I can't buy the wrong thing. I can't post the wrong video. But, I mean, if you're in Bitcoin, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's out there, and more power to Facebook to take advantage of all those 80 percenters <laughs> and, and hopefully wake up some of those 80 percenters to the fact that they don't have to be a part of that machine, that fitting in is totally overrated, and uh, you don't need a, a, a mortgage from Bank of America to to uh to be successful to, you know i mean you know i mean in order to impress many people most people yeah you you need to be in debt to bank of Amer america and wells fargo and have a gigantic house and be at their mercy if you say something wrong they can turn you off uh and, and again facebook is making that very easy with this centralized coin that all these people are going to be want to be a part of and the thing is you know i i'm talking about it on a pretty high up level there that people just oh i, I don't understand that I, you know, I, I can't be turned off. I don't say anything wrong. I don't do anything bad. I have, maybe you don't have anything to worry about. But there's a whole other level of people who are just like, ooh, Facebook is starting their own coin. I want to get in on this. Facebook's a big corporation. There are people out there that just buy Ripple because they want to be involved with a coin that says it has something to do with a bank. If Ripple can be successful 
If Ripple can have all these people blindly buying it, a centralized currency, a centralized digital currency that Brad, his main selling point is that it does work with banks and MoneyGram, then Facebook is a much better uh, buy than that. So there are going to be all these people that are Ripplers that have the Rippler mindset. They're going to buy Facebook coin. And it's all ridiculous. It's, it, I don't know why here in the Bitcoin overlay where we are, we're like, why would you want to even be part of it? Why, why do you want to opt into this? Well, because some people have seen that Ripple has gone up a lot in value. So they think even though Facebook is a stable coin, supposedly, well, maybe stable, maybe it'll go up in value. Or maybe I'll get some benefit from it that I just don't know yet. And then there are some people out there who will be confused enough that they, they'll be like, they're, they're making their own coin now. And thus, this is just like if I would have gotten in on the Facebook IPO that I wasn't allowed to be a part of. There are going to be people that think that, and that might boost the value of this coin, even though it's just supposed to be a stable coin, okay? Okay, that's great. If people are that confused and think that this is a, an IPO type of thing, it's not, it's not. Um, but some people will interpret it that way, and that's where they're going to buy it. That's why they're going to want to hold on to it. That's why they're going to want to be a part of it. I made a video back in uh, late 2015 when I was in Auckland, New Zealand, or was it early 2016? It was right around New Year's where I said buying Bitcoin at, at $400 is like a Facebook IPO for a regular person. You can look up that video at disruptmeister.com. It is there. Now, the original Facebook IPO back in the day, we you had to be a qualified investor in order to get in. There's certain rules in, or, you know, in order to get in on like IPOs. Like and everybody knew the Facebook IPO was happening. Everybody knew the Google IPO was happening. Everybody knew that you if you bought it, you would, you would do very well. But regular people who are not qualified investors could not buy it. And we all remember that. Everybody knew that. And I made a video in late 2015 saying that this Bitcoin is the equivalent of that. It's the equivalent of a Facebook IPO that every single person on the planet Earth can be a part of. And I said that in 2015 when it was $400. And I said that for people to get 10 to 10, 10 Bitcoin. And I was right. I was absolutely right. And it, you know, in a sense, that's what Bitcoin still is. Every single person on this planet can get in on this thing like they couldn't get in on the real Facebook IPO. It is still an incredible growth opportunity. Is it as, as big as the Facebook IPO still? I don't know. I, I, I don't make tremendous predictions like all the uh, clickbaiters out there, okay? That say Bitcoin's gonna be a million dollars in five years. I'm not into that, okay? I'm just valuing, I'm trying to get as much Bitcoin as possible. But if, if, I, if I gotta wake some people up and say, it's like a Facebook IPO still, then it's like a Facebook IPO still, okay? It, it is, it is a very, it's in, it's still insider information. The people that, again, they hear more about this Facebook coin, Libra, whatever it's called, than they do about the, the, the price of Bitcoin going up. They know more about Facebook than they know about Bitcoin. So we still have insider information here, okay? So it is, in, in a sense, it's like getting on, it's an insider buying opportunity to get in on Bitcoin. And again, once you get Bitcoin, you get the crypto, you get interest on your Bitcoin if you control your own private key. That's a little known fact too. You get these uh, airdrops and, 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 and forks, uh, crypto dividends as they're called. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's these people thinking that the people who will foolishly be thinking that buying the Libra coin is like a Facebook IPO when even to this day, buying Bitcoin is much, much more like a Facebook IPO. And definitely in 2015, when I was saying it was like a Facebook IPO, it was much more so then, because again, it was only, it was only $400 that then now it's a $9,000. So there, there is a difference there, but still value your wealth in Bitcoin. Just try to get as many Bitcoin. Don't worry about the price. Um, and there are people out there 
there are people out there that uh, are cheering on the likes of Maxine Waters, who is virtue signaling in, in the Congress now, saying that she wants to question Facebook and you know, give them a hard time. I want everyone who's cheering on Maxine Waters to take a step back and think about what they're really cheering on then. Bitcoin doesn't need uh, for competitors, uh, for ICOs, for, for centralized coins to be investigated by the likes of busybodies like Maxine Waters, by, by sociopaths like Maxine Waters who like to micromanage every aspect of private individuals' lives. Bitcoin doesn't need that. You don't need that. You don't need to be thinking about that if you're cheering her on. It's cheering on such a horrific person as that to to because again you should read what she's saying like ooh Facebook has done so much bad we need to they need to take it slow on what they're doing but what right does she have to say what a private uh, corporation does with their with their product what, what right does she have to, she she said stuff about oh they've uh, with their inability to block Russian ads I mean this is silliness this she understands nothing. She hasn't gotten her bribe yet, obviously. I, I mean, I, I understand that. Or, or she doesn't realize she's gotten her bribe yet. But, but it, again, if you guys are thinking, there's some people out there like, oh, it's so good that the, the Senate, they're going to try to delay the Facebook coin. This is great. Gonna, you know, whatever. It, it might be taking some of the flack that it, it's, it's distracting some people from Bitcoin, which is great. But Bitcoin doesn't need that. Bitcoin doesn't need for, for it, it, it's not a pleasant, to glorify people like that, like Maxine Waters is, is, is not uh, it's not ethical. I, I think it's I think it's wrong. I, I really do think it's wrong because she, she's not doing this to help you. She's doing it to grandstand, okay, and to and to gain more power for herself. This isn't people individuals out there don't need their uh, grandmommy looking after them, okay? Uh, grandmommy government, you know, work. Let them fail on their own. Just what I said. If people think it's a freaking IPO, let them learn the hard way what it is, okay? She doesn't have any clue what it is. First of all, pound that like button. Um, but again, and if ICOs, uh, ICOs are total scams and people are buying, let them learn the hard way. They don't need the government to come in and, 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 and regulate everything and, and be the mommy and the daddy. We're grownups. We're freaking, even 80 percenters are grownups, even though they're 80 percenters and they, they can learn the hard way. So again, think long and hard if you're cheering on uh, the U S Senate and the likes of uh, Maxi Waters, just, just take a step back and think about your life. If, if you find yourself cheering her on in, in this situation, because it's, again, uh, you don't have to be a bit fan of Facebook coin or Libra, um, but you, you don't have to cry for government regulation on it either, or for the government to, to do your dirty work, uh, you know, to destroy it. I mean, that, that I mentioned this before I'm into creation and not destruction. There are a bunch of people in this space who are like, Oh, let's kill all the altcoins. Let's destroy. Let's just, well, well I, on the other hand, I, I like people working on Bitcoin, creating Bitcoin pro products, creating Bitcoin crypto dividends, creating being all, all create more and more new stuff. It's it's not it, it's it's more. It's abundance. New stuff is abundance. We should be happy at abundance. But we have people out there who cheer on stunting growth, which is all that government is, which is all that Maxine Waters is, um, is, is the stunting of creativity and this space. This life that we are given is all about creativity and creation and not destruction. But there are so many people who favor the destructive side of things. And I just want to throw that out there. Again, I've said it in other ways on this show before. But uh, think long and hard about what, what, you're, what you're 
supporting when you're cheering on certain entities and when you're talking about destruction and oh, I wish this would go away and I wish, it, you know what? Things will go away. Things do disappear. You should focus on being productive, getting more Bitcoin for yourself. Everything else will work out fine, I'm sure. Bitcoin Meister, do you think Libra Booster? Oh, here, no, that one. Not. Bitcoin Meister, is Coinbase a reasonable on-ramp for new people? How else do you onboard people? I think it's reasonable. Yep, I just tell them to go to Coinbase and get their Bitcoin off of there as soon as possible. That, that, that's the other thing. There's a caveat there, okay? It's a great, it's an easy way to buy Bitcoin. Um, again, the, the government's going to know that you own Bitcoin. Okay, there you go. There are other other ways for new, most newbies really don't care about that. Okay, they're going to, when they sell it, they'll pay their taxes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, if you don't, if you, if you want to, it's, it's a reasonable on-ramp. Now, unreasonable on-ramps are, for, for are really for more experienced people. You do what Tone did. You go to the back alley with a bunch of cash and you buy Bitcoin from some dude you don't know who could have a gun and you might have to have a gun on you. And I mean, that, that doesn't seem very reasonable, but you'll get it anonymously that way. But Coinbase is an easy, reasonable way to do it. And But again, the caveat is get it off. Learn how to move your Bitcoin immediately and how to store it on your Trezor immediately. And so you're not, it's, it's not reasonable to store your Bitcoin at Coinbase. That is not reasonable, but it, it, to buy it there. Yeah. And there are other ways to buy it, you know, cash app and all these other things that I have never even tried before. Um, very, but again, I mean, the government's keeping track of that too. So I, again, it's, it's reasonable. Yeah. That's the long answer there. Um, sometime Marbra says, uh, something you and Rush Limbaugh have in common. Uh, we're both incredibly overweight. No, uh, only people. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's still overweight. Is he? I don't know. Only people who understand what they're talking about can talk about it every single day. They aren't. There aren't any leftists on talk, talk radio. Interesting point there, Marber. Interesting. Interesting part point. Uh, I know Rush Limbaugh used to be a big, uh, a big football fan, and I used to be a big football fan. Um, all right, that's another thing we we had in common. I think he probably still is one. Jordan Scott, Bitcoin Meister, who would you rather have dinner with? King of the Trolls or Jim Jones? Oh, definitely King of the Trolls. Definitely King of the Trolls. I, I, I don't want to have I don't want to have dinner with a psychopath. I mean, again, I, I could handle King of the Trolls. I, I could, you know, we'd, we'd have a, we'd have dinner. He's a healthy guy. Maybe we talk about health food and stuff. I don't know. Um, but uh, no, I <laughs> he's a much more normal individual, uh, a, a much reasonable. He's not a he's not a psychopathic liar like uh, like Jim Jones probably is. Um, <laughs> they they're, they really are two different. I, I know people try to compare them because they've been involved with you know B Cash one of them and the other one with BSV, but there's no comparisons at all. And, I, and I'm no fan of King of the Trolls either. But no comparison at all. So I I'd much rather be around King of the Trolls um, than uh, Jim Jones. Much Jim Jones is just a pathological liar. It's, 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 it's unbelievable that people believe a word he says. Uh, Bitcoin Primitive says, Bitcoin Meister, they are control freaks. I'm sure you're talking about Maxine Waters. Yes, that, that you must be. Yes, that many of the people in government are, that is just a great word. I was thinking, I'm trying to think of that uh, phrase before. They are control freaks. So yeah, Jordan, Bitcoin Primitive is Marber. And uh, Bitcoin Primitive, thank you for the questions, guys. Thanks a lot. And thanks for, for being here. You guys are uh, awesome. All right. Remember, type in Bitcoin Meister. It doesn't turn colors unless it, you type in Bitcoin Meister, and I can't see it otherwise. Okay. So we talked about the opportunity to talk about Bitcoin to newbies because of Facebook Coin uh, puts it out on the table there. 
And I just, uh, again, I mentioned how, um, again, if people want to buy Ripple it, thinking that it's a corporate coin, and again, I'm not vilifying the word corporation, they'll really want to get in on in a real, a huge, Facebook is a huge corporation, much larger than, than Ripple, much larger than some banks. So yeah, they would, logically, people who were interested in Ripple for that reason We'll, we'll, we'll buy a Facebook coin, but again, uh, Libra. Let them learn. Let them learn. We don't need a. We don't need a, the uh, the control freaks to uh, be in charge here and say, "Oh, you can't do that." Uh, Bitcoin Meister, appreciate you being here tonight. I sold a painting for Litecoin earlier today, and all he had on his hot wallet was pretty cool. And you know where that's going. All right, yeah. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Turn that LTC into some BTC. Nick Carter has a good article out there. Now that we live in a post-Libra world, it's as good a time as ever to reflect on the trade-offs involved in cryptocurrency design and why Bitcoin is the way that it is. Some of its most puzzling trade-offs explained. And to me, the, the five uh, trade-offs that he talks about in this article, they're not puzzling at all to me. They're all about long-term thinking and long-term planning. But a lot of people like to rip on Bitcoin. Well, why, are, why can there only be 21 million? There should be more. We should be able, there should, should, should be a, uh, there should be a governance that can change the monetary policy. Again, read his article and it, it combats all that FUD. I'm already, I've already got a strong hand against all that FUD. I mean, that's why I got into Bitcoin. I, I the limited supply, come on. And then you could that you could send it anywhere in the world and no one could stop it. But a lot of people don't get that. And that's why they'll buy a Libra because they just will be like, oh, a lot of people are using it. Even though Facebook can stop people from using it and it won't be able to be sent to certain countries and they'll be able to make as most of as much of it as they want to. Eh, still, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll, I'll opt into it. And that's that's what you got. And I already have Facebook. So why not? They're giving it away for free. Why not? Again, if Facebook gives it away for free and allows you to turn into Bitcoin, turn into Bitcoin immediately. That, that, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. But a lot of people are going to like start spending it on their Uber and then they'll get hooked on it. And then they'll get turned off by Uber one day. We'll see. What the, what the, we'll all see the difference between a centralized uh, coin and, and a decentralized one soon enough. It, it'll be great. But again, it's waking up a lot of people. Uh, and, and you know, people are talking about the basket – since it's supposed to be a stable coin, I think Udi, Udi in Israel, who I will see soon, I'll be there July 11th until like September 25th in Tel Aviv. But Udi brought up a point that uh, it's it's got a basket of crypto, a base basket of currencies is going to be based off of it. It's, it's stability will be based off of a basket of currency, whatever that means. And it's obviously it's, it's not as easy to, uh, to, to hold them accountable, you know, when it's a, it's a basket of currencies, like you're not going to know if they have the, the, the amount of, uh, the amount they say, it makes it more complicated. They don't, if it's based on the dollar, they can say, well, we have uh, $18 million and you can check it here. You can check it here. We have $18 million, but with a basket, you don't even know what the basket of currencies is. Maybe it changes here and there. Maybe some of it's Bitcoin. So it, it, it's, it's going to be harder to tell if it's actually backed up by anything, but at the same time, People already blindly trust Facebook so much with all their private information, they'll blindly trust Facebook that, yeah, one Facebook coin equals exactly what Facebook says it equals. And they will blindly trust it. And so there, there won't be any need to hold them accountable, I guess, for the people who buy into that. 
but they they are definitely complicating matters and that helps them uh kind of dodge uh, accountability uh some of you might remember adam kalnacki is a a boxer in brooklyn uh, who's of polish descent he's got a, a fight coming out in august against a guy who used to be the title holder and it's in brooklyn and I linked to his uh, Twitter before because he is a huge Bitcoin fan. And if he wins this fight, if he wins this fight, um, he will be on track to fight the, the champion of the world, whose name is Deontay Wilder. And that will be a huge, if that actually, and that will be in 2020. If that, ha if De Deontay Wilder will fight Adam Kalnacki in 2020 around the having, in fact. So, by this, so again, Adam has to win his fight. I guess Deontay has to win his next fight too. Um, and it looks like that would be the, the biggest marketing matchup they could have. So they would have that in 2020 and it would be huge. We're talking about mainstream knowledge of Bitcoin. Right now, Adam only has like 11,000 uh, Twitter follower, followers and he's, he's a huge, uh, he's really a huge heavyweight fighter. If he is scheduled to fight Deontay Wilder, he'll become like a household name. Adam Kalnacki is like the white George Foreman basically. <laughs> so I, I read that comparison somewhere. And so a fight between white George Foreman and this chiseled Deontay Wilder dude. I mean, that would be a huge event for, for the 80 percenters for everyone. And Adam will, I hope, will still be talking Bitcoin. And it'll, it'll be another way to uh, introduce Bitcoin to the masses right there. So there, there's a topic you're not going to hear anywhere. So wish, at, wish Adam well in his August fight. I, I'm sure we'll give some updates. And if, if he does get his title shot against Deontay Walker, Wilder in, um, in 2020 near the halving, that would be uh, quite, quite awesome, quite a, quite a fight. Uh, all right. Now, uh, who's this guy? Marber says, dying in your bed years from now, will you be willing to trade your fiat for one chance to come back here and tell the globalists that they may take our gold? But they'll never take our Bitcoin. What? I don't like to think about dying in my bed. Years. <laughs> uh, trade your. I don't get that one exactly. I don't care about the globalists. I don't think they even exist. To tell you the truth, dude. <laughs> don't worry about globalists. Trust me, man. If you understand that um, no one can take your uh, that no one can take your Bitcoin, you're in good shape. I, I, I'm not about. Uh, I'm about living in the present and telling people right now, Bitcoin is unconfiscatable and, and gold is not. And uh, if the government wants to take your gold, they could. If, uh, if Peter Schiff uh, came to your house, he could just you know dig in your yard and take your gold if he, if he wanted. Uh, so yeah, it is, it is a truly unconfiscatable asset that you can take across uh, borders and it is a newfangled savings account. All right. Now, we're done with the uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrency aspect of the show. Someone just said, go Raptors. Okay. Yeah, the Canadians, you're still – I heard that the people got shot during the, uh, the uh, parade in Toronto, which is reminiscent to what happens in Baltimore when the Ravens won the uh, title. Uh, was it Super Bowl uh, 47 a few years ago? I think someone got killed in Baltimore during the parade. I was at the parade, actually. Uh, so, yeah, Toronto, you, you don't want to go the Baltimore route there. At least no one got killed. But, you know, shootings happen. Uh, um, but, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah, you hockey fans, I'm sure you're, you're big basketball guys now, right? Don't waste too much time on that. It is surreal that the NBA title is in Toronto. Whoa. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, wait, someone had a uh, – 
legendary on 99 said Adam Kalnacki versus Chris Ariola August 3rd. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He's fighting a former champion, Chris Ariola, August 3rd in Brooklyn. Uh, and then Adam versus De Deontay in 2020. Hopefully, that's what it looks like. He has to beat. He has to beat. He can't. He can't overlook that guy, Chris. He's got it. That'll be great for Bitcoin. We want him to beat Chris so he can fight uh, Deontay. Uh, what about the end of life planning? Do you have a plan? Yeah, I got a plan. How will you pass on your keys? I, I, I got people. There's there's all sorts of other Bitcoin meisters out there. I just, I'll leave it at that. Um, so uh, Guy Bennett just sent five bucks. Thanks, dude. Just a friendly reminder that we are within five years of two halvings. Oh, yeah. Leave Libra to the 80 percenters. Exactly. And stick with the unconfiscatable king. Yeah. Pound that like button, Guy Bennett. Thank you. Okay. Now, now we're really done. <laughs> we're really done with the cryptocurrency aspect of the show. I wanted to bring up something that I kind of got wrong on yesterday's show at the end of, at the end of uh, yesterday's show. You know, Crypto Corbett, you're saying we are North, we are the champions. It is it's so funny. If you're a hardcore Baltimore Oriole fan, like I am, we do not like the Blue Jays at all. There, there was a long history. There's a lot, and I'm not going to get into it. And people shouldn't take those things too seriously. But I mean, I, the Sky Dome, that's what it used to be called. Okay. I, I am no fan of the Sky Dome. I'm not going to get into any stories or, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I uh, but yeah, it, it's all game and everything. And uh, yeah, I, I, I do think it's interesting that they, they won the, the NBA title, but I'm no fan of the Blue Jays. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. You know, you, you go anywhere in Canada, they got Blue Jay hats on. So I assume like this is Canada's basketball team now. Um, I did not, you know, all those years, you know, being in the American League East against the Blue Jays, I didn't know that like when they played in Seattle, like so many people came down to cheer them from Vancouver and stuff. I, I did not know that at all until I was in Vancouver and, and saw that. And so the, th the things you learn, I mean, American League East has some major I mean, Toronto is that's Canada's team. Then you have Boston and New York, which are these tremendous fan bases. And then you have Baltimore, <laughs> which and Baltimore is beloved because they, they we had such a winning history. Anyway, uh, people don't want to hear about this. So what I did want to say is I was talking about the uh, that that TV show, uh, not Maverick, because my father also liked Maverick, but uh, Rockford, Rockford, and the Gold Firebird. And I said that if, if I were to buy a classic Firebird, it would be more than a Tesla. And I'm wrong about that. So I started looking up the prices of classic Firebirds. I was more so thinking like classic Corvettes. And like a Tesla costs like, what, $80,000? A Tesla costs quite a lot of money. I, I don't know. The, between 60 and 100 or 60 and 120,000, I don't even know. To show you how much investigation I've done into that. But you can get a classic Firebird from like 1978 for like $20,000, not that much money. Now, if you wanted the gold Firebird, if you wanted the gold Firebird from Rockford, like the specific one, that one, I think they have one like in a museum. There's probably a few of them, but I think one's in a museum. That would probably cost you more than a Tesla. But if you were to get uh, it's a Firebird, it's not a Corvette. So if you were going to get a Firebird and had it painted gold and it was from 1978, it would be a lot less than a Tesla. So I was wrong about that yesterday. You can tell I'm thinking about that. I started investigating it a little bit because I, I really like how that gold Firebird looks. I think it's kind of cool. I think it would be kind of funny to have one, you know, 
once I uh, convince myself I can buy like one frivolous thing, <laughs> when will that be? In 2032? In 2033? <laughs> uh, okay, everybody. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin. And if you don't know what I'm talking about with Rockford and the gold uh, and the gold uh, Firebird and my father, watched the end of yesterday's show. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. We had a little bit of a Beyond Bitcoin show at the end of today. This is what Saturday's show is all about. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, pound that like button, bang that bell button. Thanks a lot, everyone. I'll say hi to you in the chat right now. Look at that shirt, baby.